Let's go. Finally back. We were grinding out podcasts for my um, podcast class. And then we went and visited my grandma for, oh, for spring, spring break. break. Yeah. So it feels like we haven't done it forever. And I was just about to say, oh my God, it feels so much fun to get back. And be like, like, I feel like we've been saying that a lot. And every def- single time. We definitely have. But i not going to lie. Stinging me inside because these past two fight cards, the UFC London card was bananas, and then obviously this Blades Dacus card. I was like, do, do, because we haven't because talked the about fights it. Fights on it is just like, bro, we got Manon Fierro, we got Ilya Deporia on oh, these cards, yeah. Alexa Grasso, some of my favorite fighters, David Dvorak, who I haven't seen fighting forever. So many good guys, but. It's okay, and then we don't <laughs> even okay. have, we don't even have anything to talk about this week. It's why Kellen here assembled a pretty decent show. So I'm not gonna wait. Show them your new your new gadget. So you know I don't have a camera, so I use my iPad now that I got to write down notes, so I can. You don't be have more, a camera? What is that? I don't have like a legit camera, so I can't use my phone for the notes and oh, stuff. That's yeah. what I'm saying because we record on my phone. Yeah, and gonna have to start making some serious life decisions because there's only so much storage because the ios updates dismantle your gigabytes oh so i'm gonna have to make some there's gonna be sacrifices nfl cuts going here (laughs) for like pictures videos and no don't applications oh actually you probably could delete a lot of photos oh wait okay wait we had the darkest blades I was about to come up with something super duper, like clever, but <laughs> I guess the real fights, the real, you want to talk about the fights that happened? The fight? Will Smith? Just one punch knockout. <laughs> <laughs> one slap knockout power. Okay. Even though obviously the not. internet is obviously, I, I mean, I guess we'll add another Will Smith, like Chris Rock video, but I mean like. The internet saturated the internet. with that stuff, but yeah, I'm just happy to see all about. of the comedians taking my stance. Taking, you know, like it's it's mind boggling to think that there's people that are actually defending Will Smith, and it's so funny. Pat McAfee had um, Tom Segura on his show the other day. Oh yeah, or I think yesterday, and he was just completely bad mouthing Will Smith. I'm like, go you, son. Well, so funny. I watched. So Ellen had um, Wanda Sykes. Wanda, is that her name? Wanda Sykes? The yeah. girl who hosted the Oscars? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. That's her, I don't know if that's her last name, but she's like a comedian. You know, she's really funny mm-hmm. and she's in funny movies. Well, she went on Ellen and she talked about it and she was just saying how she felt so like sick sick to her stomach from it like she didn't see it actually happen in real time yeah how dare you and she i don't want a sykes name okay okay. and then let me talk and so she was saying how she was like so sick to her stomach are you listening are you just gonna I, okay, I'll just not talk about it. You can look no. up the video though. It's on YouTube. I was unlocking. <laughs> I was unlocking my iPad. Oh, okay. There's this a cool invention called a left ear. A left ear. <laughs> it processes information no, actually, and takes it in just as good is, as my is, right I, the ear. The thing is, is I you know, know you more than you know yourself, and you don't take in information Dude, when I'm you're not, not doing looking an interview at you. here. I'm not trying to think of the next thing. Yeah, I say. you are. <laughs> so what did I say? Repeat Should we talk back about Will Smith and Chris Rock? Can you? What we're saying about Wanda Sykes? Were you talking about Wanda Sykes? <laughs> hey, I'm not talking anymore. Works. This is why I'm not talking. I don't talk no, on the pods. If you guys ever wonder, it's because he doesn't let me. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just kidding. It's because you don't listen to what I have to say. All right. Are you gonna? No, it stop doesn't even like matter. Just stop banging like a child, or no? 
Well, yeah. What about Wanda Sykes, dude? It's she killing me now. She just was saying that. <laughs> <laughs> she just was saying that she was so sick to her stomach about it because. Is this it? This is really the said, story I was. She <laughs> just said that she, she was a host and she, no one even Home? apologized to her. She was a host, one of the, the three hostesses? hosts. Kellen! <laughs> one of the three hosts and not one person apologized to her because they put so oh, much time into it and it's like it takes away from them uh-huh. but she said um who did apologize was at, okay at, at the screen? after party chris rock came, went up to her and said i'm so sorry that that night was taken from you because of what oh happened. yeah i saw that he apologized to her yeah yeah like like how cool and she was like he's such a good nice guy mm-hmm. i agree yeah he's I a goat he's to the og's you know. one of the og's dude and uh, his ticket prices because you know he's on oh, tour right yeah. now they showed i saw his oh, ticket yeah. prices they're literally at like eight hundred dollars they're like six to a thousand dollars now like yeah. he's literally if anything you should thank will smith because he no nope, no thanks no i'm i'm joking but like his ticket Laugh sales went up yeah oh yeah that better be in one at least maybe like a small joke about it in his in his set yeah he will he'll all of them will have at least one bit on that whole situation that will forever be like a joke it's just mind-boggling that that even happened it just kind of i mean as much of like uh as much attention as it got i feel like people still don't understand the i don't know just the weight of that yeah like how crazy that was someone it's so weird that we live in a place where that can just blow over your head and just be well that's what wanda was saying she was like like if you really think about it it's not that big everything else just seems like i know that's true but like well he's not a president anymore thank god but she like wanda was saying how she was like it's honestly so gross that the uh, like the academy like literally rewarded him by giving him an oscar rather than kicking him out Mm -hmm. and everything and like she was like you're it's embarrassing to be a part of that she's like the hollywood like life like that's just not it i was like yeah and like jim carrey talked about it and he He was was like he was like wow that's just like what a cool club like no one wants to be a part of that like that's so embarrassing that that he gets a standing ovation yeah it's just everybody's so scared to ruin taint their image that they just go along with whatever happens exactly but yeah we got a good mma show for you here you guys <laughs> stick around okay what do you want to get into first you know you I, this is I, your you planned so I, it i put together a show because yeah. i really had to just i want i wanted to talk about things that are interesting in the moment but still happened two weeks ago <laughs> so uh, it's kind of hard but let's just get into it because Show them so your the background u- I made. Huh? Okay. My background? Bianca made me a sick little surfboard background. It says Kellen's surf So no coat. one can see that. I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, it's I'm no it's surfer like, or anything, but it looks cool. Bianca's palm trees look money. I know. I wish that we were cool at, good at surfing or something. Yeah, well, we don't really live in a place that... I know. I mean, we have good surfing Oregon, in Oregon. Oregon, yeah, they do have some good waves. it's not nice weather. I know. So it's the worst part. We would just have to be in like a wetsuit constantly would be so horrible. I mean, you're still in a wetsuit, but you just keep it on when you go back to the car. You can't unzip it and let your upper half hang out. (laughs) Like if you were in California, you know? Some parts, some places you don't have to have a wetsuit. Like, haven't you seen the movies where they just... Oh, in Hawaii, yeah. Yeah, and like Hawaii where they They still wear wetsuits because it's freezing in the water. It's not all year round. Yeah, but it's nice when you get out and it's... Okay. It is... I don't even know anything. It is what it is. 
Right. UFC London card, basically <laughs> free pay-per-view that we got to all enjoy. And it was fantastic top to bottom. I had to kind of piece together a bit of the fights. I got to watch the main card and stuff. But actually, no, JK, scratch that. I had to piece together last week's card because um, I wasn't there to watch all of it. But Paul Craig, what a savage. Just so many good fighters. Mohamed Mokhaev. So many good guys, but I think the main thing that stands out to me, okay, that I wish I was here to talk about was Ilya Taporia versus um, Jai Herbert. I wish I could have got to break this fight down because I love Jai Herbert's last fight against Kama Worthy or the fight before this last one. His boxing looks so clean. So I was thinking, upset alert for Ilya Taporia. And then the whole thing with Ilya Taporia and Patty the Batty, I'm so late. This is like a podcast. This is like what people have already talked about two weeks ago. But that whole situation, I don't know if you make that Patty the Batty fight even though I, honest to God, think Ilya could win. But I just want to say this right now. Literally, after Jai Herbert, he I'm pretty sure he 10-9'd Ilya Taporia in that first round after he knocked him down. Ilya did come back and he was throwing bombs. But I told my dad during their during the break, I was like, Ilya's going to knock him out right here. He's going to throw an overhand right and put him to sleep. What did he do? Like a minute into the, uh, what was it? Yeah, he did it a minute and seven seconds into round two. He slept him. His body shot to overhand right is killer. His the one his body shot he did against Damon Jackson. Ilya Tapuri throws heat, and he also seeking missiles. No, and he just is so well rounded. You go to the ground, he scramble back up to his feet, or he can pin you down. He can take you to the ground. No matter where the fight goes, if he gets rattled or stunned, he can. He just has the ability, just like Marab, dude. Just take it where the other fighter doesn't want to be, and it's so impressive. And I this is my segment. Well, can Ilya Taporia, because this is when the fight came out, I was wondering, can he be the same fighter at 155? And he has equalizing knockout power in his over, in his right hand, um, in just both hands, honestly. And then he has the ground game to stick and stick with the best of them. So I think that he could go on a run. I don't know who he's going to fight next. There's a ton. I feel like there's a lot of good matches, but I really want to see him go back down and take some time to fight at 145 because he says it takes a ton of time for him to get his body right. So he's going to be fluctuating between 155. So he wants to like stay busy at 155, but then his true weight class is 145. So the UFC, since he's so good, they're allowing him to stay busy and stay active without having to cut a bunch of weight, mm-hmm. which is cool, but dangerous because when you're fighting guys a weight class above what you usually are fighting, they're bigger and stronger and faster. And, <laughs> Uh, well, they they are. You, you, Jai Herbert. I just think of the song "Stronger, Bigger, Faster, Stronger." You know what I didn't know is you. Can, yeah, I'm not. Even, no, Kelly. <laughs> no, Kelly. You have a good topic here. You're not ruining it. But I want to see him go back down to 145, and I maybe maybe if this t- time frame allows for it. So what what did he when did when was this? This was March. Okay, Mavsar Voya fights Dan Ige in june uh-huh depending on how the result of that fight maybe redo that and that could give Ilya Taporia what so it's mar april may june that's three months until the mavsar ige fight and then depending on how much damage mavsar and ige um obtain hope for either guy Maybe that's July, August. So maybe we could see Ilya Deporia in September against the winner of freaking Ige versus Movsar. That could be the time frame. Maybe fight a little earlier. I don't know. Maybe Sadiq Youssef. But yeah, I really want to see that Movsar versus Ilya fight. 
happen. But I was pumped for Mac on Amir Connie. So many good, so many good things went down. Patty Pimblet and <laughs> Elite Warrior. That must happen though. Arnold Allen. Jesus Christ. One forty five stack baby. But let's segue into this. So you know how I've been talking about how I'm just again I'm having to piece stuff together here. We don't have a card to talk about. Okay. <laughs> but I always talk about how the UFC lightweight division, how it's kind of jacked up and i think the rankings are skewed majorly Mm -hmm. so you know what i did i went through it and i'm gonna give you all what i believe the ufc lightweight ranking should be and i was actually going through the other rankings they all look pretty freaking right yeah i mean besides bantamweight where i feel you could interchange a bunch of guys adrian yanez etc etc but we'll get we'll we'll have a section about wordle here because i've been into that shit etc was that one of the words no that's way too long but that word that vocab word just made me think of wordle? words and then it, like no i thought the same years thing. shifting right into wordle and i like became today's obsessed word lowly have you ever used that in a sentence never have i ever used that in a sentence lowly. before like i don't know how i got it in four tries i guessed silly willies they try to trick me i don't even care anymore i i <laughs> if, I get, jokes, if i get si- oh <laughs> the jokes of the found one <laughs> huh did you see the did you oh, see the tiktok i said oh, oh, where and the guy kept like, not knowing he, what it, it was, was like mound pound <laughs> like and, like so many they go this has to be it this has to be it it's the last one and it was wrong and he was like what? <laughs> literally there were so many words that were you and the first, first one try. O-U-N-D. Oh. So we had O-U-N-D all the way down. And then there was another one. And it, um, that would be... Mm, God, would there was be another so one. Mad. I was dying of this TikTok. It was like a really funny like background sound playing over it. And it was like my 13th reason or whatever. And it was like they got it wrong. <laughs> they got so like so close. God damn, bro. I would be so mad. The, my first two today, all grays. Just eight, <laughs> eight, gray. eight gray boxes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just resilient which at the is end honestly of the day. impressive like if you get two completely wrong tries and you still get the word, In word right because yeah. then that's almost like three it's a guesses it's a, it's a start from the guess that you got the first you actually got a yellow comment down below what your go-to word is for the first <laughs> <laughs> what's your go-to guessing word yeah mine is like leaky what the heck? <laughs> no, no, I'm being dead ass. I use um, or dairy like pound. I today I used um, ground. Ooh, I and think pound. I, today I used uh, lucky. I think or no. Oh, that's good. One vowel. Nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, I didn't. Use but lucky. then when you get a word that's not a vowel and you do it, you look like a genius because you're like, I would have never got a K if I didn't I use did lucky. diary today. Oh, that's a good one. Diary, and then I did slopey. Slopey. And then jolly. jolly and and lowly. then I got lowly. That's impressive. You got from jolly, you got lowly. Because I knew that the L, that there was a second L, and it didn't go there, so it had to go at the front. Yeah. And so I was like, what's the only, and I put sounds in all of the, or letters in all of these, and I was like, the only one that could kind of work was W. Yeah. So I tried it, and I got it. Yeah. Well, I'm obsessed with it now. Thank you, Grandma. <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna do the eight word ones the quartal and octortal no sir no thank you um <laughs> let's get into the lightweight ranking so as of right okay, now look at this picture of bing when he laid on me the other morning he's so when cute. i got back home after leaving here oh, he 
takes up the whole freaking bed. He, that, I was laying straight and he was laying on my belly. Sorry, my dog is like the cutest thing ever. Okay. So this MMA podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Re-rank UFC lightweight division. It is amazing how responsive, responsive an Apple pen is. Just to let you know. Oh okay, my God. Ready? Okay. Be on the dad commercial, please. It's I know. crazy That's how responsive <laughs> Apple pen is. I've said so many things recently. <laughs> that like sound... such dad things yeah. to say. Like all well, that. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into this. So as of right now, I think the pound the pound for pound best lightweight you can you can give me yours too give me your input give me your takes okay well i would hope so kel you know it's a two-person podcast (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the permission you know here we go okay here we go definitely charles Oliveira, champion obviously we have to make him number one if you hold the belt i i believe you're number one yeah Except for uh, bantamweight and featherweight, but we'll get into that later. You're like all the other, all the <laughs> all other weight classes, classes, I think are good, <laughs> except the champion. Okay, but Charles Oliveira, he, I have him at number one, but technically, since he's champion, everyone else will be. It'll start from like one, two, three, four. Okay, we know math. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know how like the champions, uh, yeah, ne- the not necessarily like ranked. He's, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay here we go. <laughs> now we got number two. As of right now, or no, 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 number one on according to UFC is Justin Gaethje. I'm taking Justin Gaethje and I'm replacing him with Islam Makhachev. Okay, Islam Makhachev, as we know, most he's probably number three. No, he's not the number one contender in my book. No, but he's number three. Right? He's number three right now. So you're bringing him up to one. Bringing him up to number one. Then for I didn't realize how confusing the numbers can be here. My so it goes Charles Islam. Next, <laughs> it's not confusing. I don't know if you're confusing yourself. Yeah, I know. This one's gonna throw you guys through a loop here. Okay. I don't know what the I'm right ready for it. verbiage is for that one, but Arman Sarukian. I have him as the second best. Oh my god! Jumping l- up from nine number spots. eleven. I'm putting him as the number. T- I'm replacing him. Dustin Poirier is moving down the ladder. Where we're replacing him with Armand Sarukian, and then we have Justin Gaethje after Armand, and then I have Dustin Poirier after Gaethje. So our top five: number one, Islam; number two, Armand; number three, Gaethje; number four, Poirier; and then number five, Michael Chandler. Michael okay, Chandler so is Michael Chandler is still at number five. Yes. So that's a good spot for him. Yeah. And then number six, according to UFC, is Rafael Dos Anjos, but I have Benil Dariush. Number seven is uh, Tony Ferguson, according to UFC, and I put um, Rafael Faziv, okay? So you're bringing Benil down. Benil was was actually at four, and I have him as my number six best Mm, one. mm -hmm. And then I have, like I said, Rafael Faziv. Then under Faziv at seven, I have RDA, and RDA was number six. Um, okay. According to UFC, but I have him at number eight, and then Gamrot, Mataj Gamrot. I have him at number nine, and he wa- and he currently is number twelve. So where's Connor? <laughs> this is where it gets a little bit oh. sketchy. Okay, I have Gregor Gillespie at um, number ten. So my top ten: Islam, Armand, Gaethje, Poirier, Chandler, Darius, Faziv, RDA, Gamrot, Gregor Gillespie, and then outside the top ten is brad riddell and brad riddell he is in my opinion is an absolute freaking stud so he's number 14 according to ufc and i have him 
up more. At number 11. And then Conor McGregor is my number 12 guy. Conor McGregor, according to um, UFC, is number nine. And I dropped him all the way down to number 12. That's crazy. But also, I, I see that. Makes sense. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> what a disrespect, Kellen. Um, Tony Ferguson, I am so sorry, but I dropped you out of the top 15. <laughs> number seven. Like, I just Kelly. dropped him out of the top fifteen. There, it's it's okay. It's valid. He's lost his last three to absolute buzz saws, but it's just not the same guy. It's, it's not, not the, the same, same Tony. Guy. It's not the same Tony. Don't. Wait. So then, who did you put in the top fifteen that wasn't before? Drew Dober and Bobby Green. So I have Connor at twelve, Diego Fijeda at thirteen. Drew Dobert at 14, and Bobby uh, King Green at 15. So Dan Hooker didn't make the cut. Tony Ferguson didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel for those two guys, though? Like, in like all honesty, how many men would you say are in Dude, this what weight I, was, class? What, what, was what I saying making sense? Yeah. Because it just seemed like a lot of numbers for people. That... No, you listed them off. Okay. Okay, we'll run through it one more time. Wait, 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 wait. Answer my question. I'll have it on the screen. I might do it on the yeah, screen, too. Yeah, you could do a screenshot of yeah. what you've put. But um, what? how many guys would you say, like, there's a top 15, but how many guys would you say actually fight in this weight class? What do you mean? Like, total. Like, how many guys would you say? How many guys fight in this weight class? Yeah. Like, a lot? Oh, tons, yeah. Okay. A lot. Okay. I don't know. There's like a 700-ish guys on the roster. I don't know how many in each division. But there, this is the current... I have a list of current best lightweights, 155ers, and the list goes... There's like... Well, this is technically topology, so it's counting guys from Bellator and stuff too and other promotions, but it goes on for a while, and this is like the top 50, so there's like a lot, oh, of, wow. there's a lot okay. of guys. So making the top 15 is a big deal. Pretty but good, if yeah. you're like in the top 20, top 30, you're world you're still class, good, obviously. Yeah. And Tony Ferguson, I mean, if he pulls out an upset over Michael Chandler, I'll put you They're at number fighting? one. Mike. Yeah. When? Huh? Uh, soon, I believe. Uh, they're Tony going. Ferguson, and isn't he old? It's a, it's a terrible matchup. That's horrible. It's, it's, it's basically still giving respect to Tony while wanting to keep Michael Chandler yeah. they want to get him a dub yeah you know exactly. and keep him relevant and still. since technically tony's ranked seven like that's not far from from it Michael. looks good but really in all reality i don't it's know if not. tony is a top 10 guy right now no but like you know it could be like it could go like completely away from what we think isn't it crazy if we really think about it i don't know if bianca remembers this but Tony cracked Gaethje with an uppercut at the end of the round for the interim title. Imagine how different all this is if there was more time in that round and Tony ended up finishing him or something. Then people would give like him more how, credit. Imagine how different everything would be. It'd be crazy. Well, that's how fights work. It's I like know. a 50-50 chance and sometimes like it's crazy if it would go a different Jorge way. Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. Touches Colby. And maybe if it's one centimeter up, one centimeter down more, Colby's lights could have got shut out. Oh, you yeah. You never know. It's crazy. He got wobbled. Oh, he got, he dropped two in there for a second. How old is, um, Tony? Our man's is pushing 40. He's, uh, 38. 38. Yeah. Okay. His prime's long behind him. But he's, he's, he was one of those guys. I would say long. 
like Prince. oh actually yeah that's not yeah that's actually facts he was he was kind of a late bloomer there because he he was like in his 30 when guys probably the They're usual, usually like 34 36 yeah i feel like that's honestly the prime for some guys yeah that's what i'm saying like even that's though it why seems older but that's when i when you're like 35 36 that's when your skills and your experience come together and make like a perfect blend but then like two years after that or a year removed from that you can just go the decline is rapid you know yeah but oh really i i, did oh, I look at you in the really? eyes and i agree <laughs> <laughs> actually you didn't look me in the eyes it's like they didn't look at you yeah but that's that's mine i don't know if it's disrespectful or not to have, not have tony ferguson in there but yeah that's just my opinion dude islam armand gaichi poirier chandler dariush faziv rda gamrot gillespie riddell connor fajera dober bobby and let's be real the the reason why i'm putting armand i know he's lost to islam but Armand Sarukian is the only guy equipped to beat Islam. And that's a fact. He has the striking to knock him out. And he has the grappling ability to get back to his feet. And I don't know if I can say that anybody else in the division besides Charles Oliveira has the ability to get back up to their feet. I know that Michael Chandler can um, potentially. But is he going to be able to sustain that? through five rounds? I don't know. He might be able to get up in the first round and the second round. But as that thing progresses into the later rounds, he's such an explosive athlete. I don't know if he's going to be able to, but I can almost assure you 99% of the time, Armand Sarukian is going to give Islam Makachev the biggest battle. I don't know if anybody else, I love Mataj Gamma's wrestling and stuff. I don't know if he has the gas tank to hang with him because he was fading. It looked like a little bit in his Fajita fight. I love him so much. Uh, Fazeev, fantastic, but Armand Sarukian man is a superhero yeah i want him to wear a cape out into an octagon oh my God. he's a freaking legend man i do actually really like him he seems just really nice yeah and who else who else seems hamzat hamzat chemaev hamzat's oh, wait, fighting maybe that's who you think of hamzat Ham- the one that like won't fight darren darren dude Hill. hamzat's yeah. fighting next weekend i like and him. it's crazy his we- beard is my favorite i want to know what you guys thought about my rankings oh my okay <laughs> interesting stuff okay this is perfect segue thank you bianca you're welcome all what right so for? ufc 273 we're not going to go into the card but the top three fights on ufc 273 obviously have massive favorites and massive underdogs okay and i think what um what was it i, th- I can go on it did gilbert burns swell to like a plus 600 underdog or something something why oh no yeah he's gilbert burns is a plus 400 hamzat shamaya is a minus 600 as of what is today march 30th wait 2022. so that means he's the favorite and gilbert burns what is he number two ranked welterweight in the entire world okay and hamzat's number 11 but hamzat's Dang. yeah so this is my question that i pose to you what UFC upset is most likely at UFC 273? We've got Volkanovski versus Chan Sung Jung coming in for Max Holloway. I really wish that... If, imagine if this card was Max Holloway versus Volkanovski. That would be four, like your best, your three. most favorite card ever. Yeah, three. That would be the sickest thing ever. And then, obviously, we've got Piotr Jan versus Aljamain Sterling and Hamzat and Gilbert. So, let me give you some reasons why like why uh, upset is likely okay or no why what each one is most likely to happen hamzat we don't know this man's has my, my I'm, I'm, dude i'm kidding hamzat 
I'm just kidding. I'm giving Bianca a hard time because uh, she keeps her phone's blowing up. She's popular, okay? <laughs> but Hamza, we don't know what he's gonna. We don't know what he's capable of, capable of past round two. The man's has fought what four fights in the UFC, and he four or five All fights in the knockouts. UFC, and he hasn't left the first round, and he's been punched <laughs> in the face like twice. Like I would be literally, I would rather walk in the octagon and be like. I'm going to call it quits right here before we even start just so we like somewhat get money and like the fight starts but I'm going to be like I'm I'd gonna, rather no, not do dude, this. At the start of it you walk up to him you just turn around and you're just like sinking it. No, it's okay. Just sink it in and he just puts you to sleep really quick. <laughs> and it's just easy. And then he just like just put me on the ground and, then, and I'm going to tap And then really he fast. like lays you down and then he puts your feet up in the air. Shut up. <laughs> you just walk. Dude, it's going to happen anyway. Just okay, you got it. I'm All right. Be, I would rather be like okay put me on the ground but like gently because like i'm gonna tap anyways like he just lays you down just after like, unconscious just holds me I'll be like, herp herp we're gonna need you over here guy <laughs> just Check tap it. as soon as i touch the ground okay or just end it as soon as i'm down <laughs> yes but gilbert is world class and we can't dismiss that you know what i'm saying gilbert he can he's a world champion jujitsu jujitsu player and knockout power he stunned kamara usman he had a big adrenaline dump in his title fight, but it's just really hard to bet against Hamza. My dad's saying whenever those there, whenever those big odds are there, my dad's always like, "I'm gonna bet five dollars on that." I'm like, "Well, we're gonna lose five dollars, Gilbert." Yeah, you know, but yeah, it is. It's just really tough to that's just like go impossible. against Hamza. But that's the main reason why it could happen. We don't. We know Gilbert's high level, and we haven't seen what. Hamzat can do past round one you know who i wish i was in that situation darren till because he will never have to worry about fighting him mm -hmm. what a lucky <laughs> guy yeah. and he's only absorbing knowledge from him too, yeah and training with him he yeah. never has to fight him he's competitively like, oh, <laughs> what my, my brother yeah i know he's like could literally you hate him he... but just fake that so he never has to fight him hot take right now he uh Hamzat said that fighting israel Adesanya's a easier test than fighting Kamaro. What do you think? Usman. No. U uh, Izzy's 185. Uh, Usman's 170. Uh, uh, Hamzat fights it both. Usman is smaller Hamzat than... Hamzat fights it both, but Hamzat is at 170 right now against Wait, Burns. Wait, Usman is f smaller than Adesanya? Yeah. Kobe but and him Usman fought looks at way more buff, and Adesanya is just more tall. But he's... Hot. He's like lean. He's 6'4". Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is like yeah. Usman looks more built mm -hmm. than Adesanya. So right. I would think Adesanya is a harder fight. But I don't know because Adesanya is really quick. Like he's insanely, yeah, like know. he has like, good skills. Like he's actually has really good skills. But I feel like Usman has really good strength, like knockout. Yeah, it would just be really interesting because Hamzat, if he can, if he can just find a way, because it's hard to imagine that Hamzat's stronger than Robert Whitaker. But you never know. I, I, I think Hamzat he would probably win is, against Robert. Really at one eighty five? Oh man, what a fight that would be! Hamzat versus <sighs> Rob Witt. I don't. It's know. just hard to ever go I against Hamzat. Like I would put Hamzat against John Jones. I would put Hamzat against John Jones. Yeah. 205 Hamzat versus why would you do that that's I think an Hamzat can stand his ground bro that's like a huge weight difference yeah it was kind of sick though you know the schmo was doing an interview with our crazy guy Sean Strickland and he was talking about how uh 
Sean want an honest opinion, be uh, honest Schmo's honest opinion because Hamza was like training with uh Sean and he was saying that the Schmo was straight up with him. He was like, I thought he was good competition for you. And Sean strictly agreed and stuff. And then they were talking about how Strickland he does pretty good on the feet, but he was Hamza was making him tap on the ground and stuff, which is crazy. It's like, did they start there? Does Hamza take him down? Because you know well, how hard it is to take Sean Strickland. What's his weight? One eighty five. And Hamza, 170. He has wins at both weight classes. 170. 170 and 185. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's, he's just a big 170 year and a decent size 185. Huh. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna, I'm going with freaking, uh, I'm riding with Hamza in any weight class, to be honest. Yeah, you're a Hamza ride or die. Well, nothing he's done. Well, I think everyone it. is a Hamza ride or die because everyone's bad. He hasn't bandwagon. had any problems against anybody. We've seen how tough Gerald Merchard is, and he put his lights out. It's crazy. What? But now let's move on. Let's move on to my favorite fight on the card, most likely besides the Hamza, and that is Aljamain Sterling versus Piotrion. Why is it possible for Aljamain Sterling to get a dub here? And I'll tell you why right now. It's because I'm dismissing the shit out of him. Like what did we do against Juliana Payne versus Amanda Nunes? I don't know, but that was like this. No, it's the same vibe. I'm getting. Freak accident. (laughs) Yeah, but (laughs) it is possible. Aljamain he comes out firing in the first round, and I don't know. Here's the deal. It's just that the first round is going to be probably close, but. Nobody in the UFC fights better and gets more explosive as rounds progress than Piotr Jan. And the exact opposite happens with Aljamain Sterling. He just fades. And then his knockout power goes away. His ability to take you down goes away. And then basically all of his outlets to beat you have evaporated by the fourth round. (laughs) Or the third round. So it's just, it's that first round submission threat. Is he going to get Piotr's back and choke him out? That's that's basically the only path to victory for Aljamain I'm seeing here because Piotr Jan is probably, besides Kamaru Usman, the most dominant champion in the UFC. So speaking of Amanda Nunes, though, I saw this one video and it was um, it was the football team. You know how they get asked daily questions and they like like records them yeah. answering it when they walk past past. And it was who's your favorite female um athlete and like everyone's saying like serena williams serena williams and whatever and then one guy he goes amana nunes and he has he has, <laughs> has an sick. accent that's and sick. i was like he goes you up you up to see and i was like i know her that's dope yeah i know everybody just has their basic like serena williams yeah everyone like, literally everyone said serena williams and then he was the only one that said amana nunes. that's freaking nunes. sick yeah it was cool I was like, good choice. I wonder who mine would be. I have so many. I know. I was going to ask you who would your favorite female athlete be? My favorite female athlete? It's obviously a UFC fighter, but I don't know who it is yet. I have a... I want to do a list. I mean, I've already done a list of my top favorite women fighters. I don't know. Probably Amanda Lemos, dude. Knockout power. Woman. Hmm. Unheard of. (laughs) At 115. That's the thing. Oh, that's true. That's hard. Yeah. Okay. Then... The reason why I think Korean Zombie, we saw it. He can't. He's just tough as nails. He's not gonna leave. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think Alex is gonna be able to finish him. So he's there all five rounds. Good gas tank. 
anything can happen. I mean, I, the fact that Brian Ortega even came close to beating Alexander Volkanovski was wild, dude. But yeah, but the Alexander's safe though. He has the best fight IQ. His in fight you think adjustments. He's gonna win against hmm? Sung or Jung. <laughs> Chan Sung Jung, yeah. I think Alexander's gonna have a pretty easy time with Chan Sung Jung, just because. We'll see. His in fight adjustments are just insane when things are going around on the feet he can take you down and he has a skill set to just take you down and keep you there and grind out the fight and then he obviously has such good striking leg kicks are phenomenal one punch knockout power it's just it's probably going to be a tough night for chan sung jung but props to him for getting his cash and going in there as for what i think is most likely gonna happen you know like i'm probably gonna have to go hamza that's the obvious answer but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Aljamain Sterling first round submission against Piotr Jan. If you have cash, I mean, it's certainly not going to happen in the second, third, fourth, or fifth. It has to happen. He has to, Aljamain has to do it again against Corey Sanhagen and get that, ride that backpack and freaking just sink in a choke. I think he got his back. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure that's how he beat him. That was a long time ago. But I think Aljamain, he, I just don't see Alexander Volkanov. He just doesn't lose. Like, that's just a fact. Even when he loses, he doesn't lose. Because the judges love him that much. Really? Well, against Max, he got punked. Uh, (laughs) Dude, well, he did. So dumb. I'll never live that. The judging is trash ass. So (laughs) bad. So bad. So many fights, dude. It's just, what are you watching? A guy that I think wins two rounds, they're like, 30-27 other guy. I'm like, you don't see him get knocked down? God. I don't know how they score it in their brains. So dumb. Okay, let's freaking finish this crap up. Oh my. Manel Cat versus Sumudarji. We have this is the the flyweight division is so exciting. Obviously, Kaikar France coming out with a huge victory over Askar Askarov. Didn't think that was even a possibility that that would happen. I would have looked like a complete fool if I made an episode. So maybe it was an actual good thing that we didn't make a pod about this because. I thought Oscar was going to dominate Kai Carfrance. Kai is legit, but the man that we have to watch out for is the Tibetan Eagle and Manel Cap, and they're going to be thrown down here in like a few weeks. And Manel Cap, if he gets a dub, he's going to get shot up because Mateus Nikolaou just got a good dub over David Dvorak, and we know that Manel Cap basically beat Mateus Nikolaou, so going to skyrocket him up into that top seven, top eight. There we go, and then. Uh, if Sumadarji wins, that's just fantastic. It's tr- it's tough for Manel Cap because he could easily be champion of the world. But Sumadarji, his left hand can basically put anybody out at 125, 135, and probably 145 because he it's just he's the Tibetan eagle, and that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> but in Kai Carl France, it's gonna be tough, dude. I I, I want to give him mad mad props, mad respect because I didn't think that he could get this far in the UFC. The fact that he's top two now is wild to me because dude like Askar Askarov that's the man that's who I thought was gonna freaking he had a draw with Brandon Moreno bro man this I don't even know what happened because Askar I still feel like he's better but Kai Carfranz he shows up and he's a gamer him another fight versus because I think Brandon Moreno already beat him but a Brandon Moreno versus Kai Carfranz fight would be money i think davison figure pound for pound i think dude honestly the best title fights are flyweights 
because they you have gamers there. Brandon Moreno, so much fun to watch. Davis and Figueroa, so much fun to watch. Even Askar Askarov gets into it a little bit. Like we'll shove you out at the end of a round, like he did against Kai Car Fronts. And Kai Car Fronts, he they're just all performers. Those guys are so exciting. Like they need, I don't know, dude. They are they're probably their fights just. Davis and Figueroa versus Brandon Moreno, they set such a high bar. I knew from the get-go when that fight got announced, I knew Brandon Moreno had a chance, and those probably have been some of the best title fights from the past, like, two, three years, or two years. So, yeah, Kai Carfrance, he's going to step in there against Davis and Figueroa, most likely, and it's going to be just as much fireworks as the Brandon Moreno fight. I think he's probably... He has... I, I. It's just tough to finish Brandon Moreno and stuff, and I think that Kai Carfrance definitely has... could get knocked out, but... I think it's still going to be really exciting. But finally, let's get into this. I, I did my best to... What, what else are we doing? It's just a quick little heavyweight Grand Prix tournament. I put together because in my I, as I was going through looking at rankings and stuff, the heavyweight division is super exciting and there's matchups that like haven't happened yet, even mm. though it seems like a lot of the guys have really familiar records and have fought a lot of the same guys. But mm. I came up with a little bracket with the top eight guys and... um. Yeah, I want to hear yours first, okay? So, yeah, first matchup. Because I think the heavyweight division is so fun and so wide open. There's young you guys, me options, veterans. Though? huh? You gave me options? Yeah, I, I, I have one side. Of the, I have two sides of the bracket. So, the first matchup. Who do you think wins between Cyril Gone or Curtis Blades? Curtis Blades just got a knockout win over Chris Dawkins his last time out, which is phenomenal. Yeah, and I then Cyril Gone, he beat Derek Lewis for the interim title, and then he... Won two rounds against Francis Ngannou and then got dominated on the ground. His, I'm going to go with Blades. You think Blades beats Cyril Gone? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm just going to say that. Okay, and then Tom Aspinall, he's, he fought on the UFC London card. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really good. And then he's, uh, and then I have him matched up against Tai Tuivasa, which I think would be a fantastic matchup. The Hawaiian guy? Uh, the New Mois- Zealand. Yeah. I like Tai. Okay. You yeah, like Ty? Who yeah. would win between Blades and Ty? Ty. You think Ty knocks him out? All right. Yeah. Now let's go to the other side. Steve Miocic for Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Okay. That's interesting. Like John Jones versus Francis Ngannou. Ngannou. Mm-hmm. Who wins between Stipe and Francis in the third fight? Francis. Francis beats him. Okay. So that means we got Ty and Francis. Who wins? Uh, I want Ty to win, so I'm gonna say Ty. You think Ty? Ty could be the next heavyweight champ. Didn't he? It's didn't crazy. he knock out the other guy? Hmm? His last fight. He knocked out Derek Lewis. Yeah. It's crazy. You know what they were? Uh, they were saying something that I was like, really confused by. They were talking about Tom Aspinall and how they might have to be careful with him or something, and not wanting to shoot him up too high. Or they're th- saying that it might be crazy to shoot him up super high, but it's like, isn't that exactly what they did with Tai Tuivasa and Derek Lewis? They just shot him up against Derek Lewis and he showed up and showed out. So, I mean, there's no nothing wrong with freaking just skyrocketing guys that you think are ready, especially when they're so experienced. That's why I don't understand what's going on with like Michelle Pijeda. Is like, that guy's fought in the UFC a ton. He's on a four or five fight win streak now and... He's only fighting Santiago Ponzinibbio. And granted, Michel Pierre isn't ranked, but I feel like he deserves a fight against a guy that's closer to the top 10 because he is skilled enough to get there. But all right, let's, I want you want to give me, I'll do mine yeah, for this I heavyweight ramp returning. Okay. Got between Gone and Blades. I'm going with Cyril Gone. 
Wait, let me ask you. Okay. Okay, between Gone and Blades, you said Serial Gone. Yeah, I said Gone. Okay, and then between... So do you want to just do one half and then the other half? Is sure, that how you yeah. do it? And then Ty and Aspinall. This one's the most fun matchup, I think. Yeah, that's fun. But I really think Tom Aspinall takes him down and beats really? him. Really? Yeah. Okay, and then between Stipe and Lewis... I think Stipe still got juice in the tank. Okay, I'm going to circle. Mm, yeah, it's tough. You can't not count out Derek, though. Okay. And then he did get knocked out his last fight, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he can knock you out. He had freaking tie wobbled. Just That's true. It was all luck. Yeah. It's just whoever connects the exactly. fastest. Because they both, they're insanely strong. Yeah. Um, Jones and then Francis. It's a toughie, man. I just want, I, want to, I don't know what Jones is going to be at heavyweight. I don't know what he's going to be. I, I think Francis could beat him, yeah. though. Okay, and then between Gone and Aspinall, Gane. That's such a good fight, dude. That Sealed would be Gone a good and Tom one. Aspinall. It just all depends on how much Gone's been working on his ground. I'm going to go Tom. Tom, okay. And then Stipe and Francis. Dude, I think Tom gets is going to be heavyweight champ. Okay, so you're just going to put him above everyone? I think Gangano beats Stipe, but in a, in a closer fight, I don't know if Stipe gets And then finished. you think Aspinall wins it all. Yeah. But guys, we got to look out for Alexander Romanov is going to be fighting soon, I think, against Tanner Boser. And then we have Sergey Spivak, who lost to um, Tom Aspinall on short notice, but he's an absolute stud too. But yeah, dude, that's this week's episode. Thank you so much. And we'll be back <laughs> with the shorter that one. Was fast. Huh? a fast goodbye yeah but we'll be back with a shorter one for ufc 273 because it's going to be legit yeah we came and back with a long one for you I'll guys come up with some more fun stuff to put yeah, on i here. like doing like brackets and stuff like that and for like shizzle. the and rankings yes in that like top in that tier list yeah we can do the, another tier list and i yeah. can make them um i can actually get a count on their websites and like make my own for other people to use cool yeah thank you for watching bye everybody food time